Welcome to another episode of The Student Manager. It's Fonger News, and I am with another O'Brien. That's right, we have Grace O'Brien, who is a junior at Georgetown University, a Newport Harbor High School alum, and the sister of Annie O'Brien, who was just on the most recent podcast, Michigan. And first of all, you just came back from your first ever college football game. Yeah, it was so fun. How fun was it? I get the hype now. It was really fun. (laughs) What do you mean you get the hype now? Because you don't have that at Georgetown or it's not as exciting? Well, yeah, our sports aren't really that huge. And I've never really been big into football, but I understand why it's so fun to go to the games. What did you like most about it? I think just like the camaraderie and the school spirit, everyone being together, it looks really fun. It gives you a different perspective. Yeah. Well, we are going to be talking Georgetown Hoyas. Now, my memory of Georgetown Hoyas is always back in the early 80s yeah, with your dad, basketball. Patrick Ewing, Michael Jackson, not the singer Michael Jackson, yeah. but actually he was a player. <laughs> okay. Phenomenal, right? They were awesome, amazing, like Georgetown Hoyas. And then at Long Beach State, the, the year before I went, Long Beach State went to go play Georgetown. Oh. And we got our ass kicked. <laughs> But before we get into the podcast, we want to talk about our sponsor. And you know the sponsor. Journey. Journey. There we go. You even know the Journey Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Have you had the Journey Whiskey? I have. It's very good. So who? tell us about the Journey Whiskey. Created by Sean. Wait, what's his brother's name? Oh, Chris. Sean and Chris Pronger. Yes. Amazing whiskey. It was the first whiskey I ever had. I really enjoyed it. There you go. And that's coming from a junior college student who is over 21. And if Mm -hmm. she's not over 21, I would still tell you she's over 21. (laughs) Journey Whiskey. Thank you, Sean Pronger. Thank you, Chris Pronger. It is phenomenal whiskey. So if you need some of that whiskey, you can always reach out to myself and I'll get you in touch. And we get you a case sent over. Let's talk Georgetown. Let's talk D.C. I love D.C. I went to go visit the campus two years ago when I was visiting Sophia. I loved it. First time ever on the campus. Or should I call it the hill? Is that what you guys call it? The hilltop, yeah. The hilltop. Why? Because it's up a hill. You have to walk up like a hill to get anywhere there pretty much. Good exercise. Yeah. Yeah. But once you're on the Georgetown campus, I mean, you, you see that. What hall is it? Healy? Healy Hall. Yeah, it's beautiful. The architecture, Mm -hmm. the gothic, the brick. I mean, how many times have you been on Georgetown's campus before you even were a student? Well, my dad went there. So we would go sometimes as a family, like growing up. I think I went like three times when I was younger, like 10, 12 maybe. And then I went when I was a summer before my junior year in high school to really like look at it as a college. As a kid growing up, did you always inspire to say, okay, I want to be a Hoya, or my dad went here, I want to go to Georgetown, or was it in high school where you, where you made that decision, I want to go here? Yeah, I, actually, I always kind of wanted to go, and then interestingly, when I was applying to colleges, I kind of wanted to be like, I want to do my own thing, and then I visited Georgetown again and was like, wait, I really love it here, this is my top school. What do you love most about it? I think... The people, I love the people there, like the sense of community. It is competitive for sure. I do love the small size. That's something that huge that I was looking for. The like teacher to student ratio, it's like one to 11, I think. And DC, I just love the town. Georgetown, it's like, there's so much to do all the time. And you kind of gave three great reasons what I always tell 
students and parents what to look for is look at the student ratio to teacher ratio, which you stated, like 11 to 1. Yeah. And I said, look at, see if you're going to be in a big campus, a small campus, or a mid-sized campus. Yeah. Undergrad, there's 8,000 students, which is still bigger than high school. Yeah. But you're not going to get lost. No. Right? And it's not 50,000, 40,000 like University of Michigan, like your sister, yeah. Annie. Yeah. Right? And then what you mentioned, an urban city. DC like you didn't want rural at all no so what I was looking for specifically was I wanted it to have its own campus and its own college town but be near like a big metropolitan city which like Georgetown checks all those boxes which I love and we're talking so what you love about Georgetown but it didn't start that way right I mean as much as you wanted to go to Georgetown and said all right and we'll talk about the academics and getting in there but let's talk about that transition. Yeah. Because students listening, parents listening, first of all, it's three hour time zone difference. Yeah. 2,000 miles away. Let's talk about that first fall semester. Yeah. Your experience, what you liked, what you didn't like. Okay. I definitely had a culture shock going in. There's a ton of East Coast kids coming in freshman year. I mean, it's always going to be easy to meet people freshman fall because everyone's just excited to meet each other. But the East Coast people, I'm not going to lie, are a little tough. They're a little... Hardcore. Yeah. They're a little rough around the edges. I don't know. They <laughs> they want everything yesterday. Yeah. They move fast. And I, w- I took some time to get used to that. So that was a big adjustment. And yeah, being far from home, I always wanted to leave California. So I was excited to, experiencing, to experience something new. But yeah, East Coast was definitely a culture shock. And especially for those that are listening, if most of you all are out here from Southern California and you are striving or you have aspirations to go to a Ivy Plus League school institution, number 22 nationally from U.S. News out of 439 schools. I mean, there's all kinds of schools for everybody. But Georgetown, again, one of the top research institutions out there. But going so far away and dealing with the East Coast, right? Because, and I travel a lot and, and I talk to people, it's not like laid back, hey, bro, yeah, no. Southern California. First of all, do you stand out? When you were when you oh, went to yeah. the Georgetown, did you stand out like, oh, she's from Cali or she's from well, Cali, yeah, fuck that. We were, when we would go out to like bars and clubs, I'd be wearing like blue jeans and Converse and all my friends were in like black leather pants, black tops. I didn't even have black jeans. Like, they all just wore all black. I had, like, an orange tank top and jeans and my high-top Converse on. They're like, you can't wear that to the club. So East Coast girls are telling you you can't wear that. Well, they didn't say that, but I felt like I would fit in better if I was wearing all black. But also, didn't part of you want to, like, stand out? Like, yeah, I'm from Cali. I was like, I'm from California. I'm kind of cool. So, you know, uh, I'm curious, like conversations when, because people are like, where are you from? Oh, yeah. Jersey, Boston, yeah. Philly. But when you say Cali or California, yeah. or how, how do you say it? Like, if I met you, where are you from? I kind of changed my answer a lot because I would start with like Newport Beach and then people just didn't know where that was. <laughs> so then I would say California and they're like, where in California, Orange County, where in Orange County, Newport Beach. And then I feel like I'm talking too much. So... Yeah, I think I usually just start with California and then go from there if they keep asking. And Grace, let me tell you, today, to this point, people always ask me where I'm from. And yeah. I don't start out with the Newport Beach. Yeah. I always say I learned that. Southern California. Yeah, Southern California. Then where? Orange County. Now, if, if they're really interested, yeah. they're going to dig. Well, par- what part of Orange yeah. County? Newport. <laughs> <laughs> right? So because I don't want to give that impression of, yeah. like, like right, we're snooty or we well, come I off. Well, I didn't even think people got that impression. I think they just didn't even know where it was. 
because like a lot of them hadn't even been to California before. Got it. That I met. And that most of these people that you're meeting, let's talk about it because Georgetown academically, it's hard to get into. What type of people, what are most of your friends that you're socializing with? Are they coming from public schools, private schools, boarding schools? A lot of boarding school kids, a lot of East Coast boarding schools, a lot of private schools, religious, like Catholic private Rich schools. Rich kids. Yeah. They're, they have expensive tuitions, yes. <laughs> you probably like, I'm the poorest student. <laughs> I'm the poorest Georgetown student here. <laughs> I went to public school. <laughs> Where? Newport Harbor High School? I'm yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so let's talk about if it wasn't Georgetown, mm-hmm. right? Because I remember this whole process. Your yeah. parents would talk to me and I would ask you, you show me your list. Yeah. If it wasn't Georgetown, or what are some of the other schools you considered and like why you chose Georgetown, which we know over some of these other schools? Okay. I love Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt was very close number two. Duke, UVA I loved, which I think is kind of similar to Georgetown. I love Notre Dame. And then, I don't know, just visiting the campus of Georgetown, I just, you know, it's like the cheesy, like you get the feeling like I'm supposed to be here. Everyone talks about it. Plus, I just got rejected from all those other schools I listed. (laughs) (laughs) So it was an easy decision. It was an easy no-brainer. Yeah. Okay. So, and I remember, first of all, and I don't know if you recall or remember this, but do you remember your ACT score and your unweighted GPA? I got a 34 on the ACT and I had a 4.0 unweighted. Unweighted. And a lot of rigor coming Mm -hmm. out of Harvard. Did you do ICB? No, I didn't. I what's ICB? That's that inner uh, the business. Or... Oh, IB. Yeah, IB. Uh, yeah. I did. I did a couple IB classes. I think I did like nine or ten APs and like two IBs. So I'm gonna just reset this because a lot of those, a lot of you that are listening, you think your student is great. They're the smartest thing out there, and they're gonna get accepted to you know all these sweatshirt brand schools. A three nine four zero unweighted. That's amazing, but think about other high schools. Yeah. There's that's the norm. That's like everyone has that, yeah. right? So that's first. And 34 ACT is a phenomenal ACT score. Anything starting with a three, yeah, meaning a 30 or 31. Because I've talked to parents and they're like, "Oh, my kid only got a 30." I go, "Only got a 30." Oh, that's good. I, it's yeah, yeah, right. So, but you're competing to get into a highly academic institution, right? So a lot of the other schools that you named that we talk about, Virginia, Vandy, I don't know if you applied. Did you apply to Michigan? I didn't apply to Michigan. I toured it and it was too big for me. Okay, too big. So Mm you see, you already knew. At Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame's Uh a smaller campus. Yeah, I like Notre Dame. A little bit bigger than Georgetown. Uh, Vandy was like right in Nashville. Did you like Vandy? I actually really loved Vandy. It was almost, I think it would have been a little too urban had I gone there. Right. But- when I toured it, I fell in love. I loved it. And then what did you think about Duke? I didn't tour, get to tour Duke, but I I loved Duke. Like when I did the online tour and like I got to do an interview and I met some of the alumni and everything. And everyone that I was meeting from there, they were all great, really cool people. I think it's pretty similar to Georgetown. And my, I've been to Duke's campus twice. Very Some of the architecture, like that yeah. gothic mm-hmm. brick. But it's so big because everything's medical, medical, medical. Like, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. And, and then walking Georgetown's campus, I think I stayed right at the hotel. And you're right. I walked up. Is it M Street? 
or before you get to M Street, whatever yeah, the street yeah. you're walking like up. Like Wisconsin or O or like are you walking in the front gates? Yes. Yeah, O Street. Yeah, that's yes. O Street. And we'll get that because I think I passed your dad keeps on telling me, Go to Tombs, go to Tombs. Oh, I love Tombs. Yeah, so I walked by that <laughs> and then I walked on the campus. But then I said, Oh my gosh, I'm already done. Yeah, with it's the a campus. small campus. I did a campus tour and I think I finished in like less than twenty minutes. Right. I mean, and you know me, I love to sneak on the football fields yeah. and I, I was able to do that. I went to the Georgetown locker room and then I went to the, see the, the basketball facility and I said, okay. Yep, that's it. I'm done. So so that's a great transition because outside of class, what are you doing? How do you spend your time? Because I always tell students when you're in college, you're going to have a little bit more time than high school. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? So get involved. Mm -hmm. Right? So let's talk about your involvement. I joined Kappa my freshman fall, which is ironic because... I wanted to go to Georgetown because it didn't have a big Greek scene. We only have two sororities. We have Kappa Kappa Gamma and Kappa Alpha Theta. And they're more like clubs, if anything. There's not sorority houses. There's not frat houses either, actually. But it's more just like a like a kind community just to be a part of. I joined that. Um, I just joined the newspaper. I haven't written anything yet, but joined the science section of the newspaper. And then I'm part of the... Like justice, equity, diversity, inclusion for the bio major. Wow, Grace O'Brien <laughs> keeping her uh, very busy. So let's talk about Kappa. A and when she says Kappa, it's Kappa Kappa Gamma. Yeah. Right? For those of you that are like, what's a sorority? Uh, what what's what letters are you throwing out? And did you say it's part is it part of Panhellenic? Is it it is part of Panhellenic. It's not associated with Georgetown University. It's kind of weird. I don't know how to explain it, but we're unhoused. We're, we're associated with nationals, though, yeah. That's... Yeah. And if you're associated with nationals, that is a good thing. Because yeah. there are some fraternities and sororities at different universities that aren't part of the university and not part of nationals, yeah. which allows you can do crazy things like Alumni fraternities. It, oh, it, oh, yeah. Like hazing. Oh, hazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So there's two sororities, Kappa Alpha Theta yeah. and Kappa Kappa Gamma. Yeah. How big is your sorority house, meaning members... Yeah. Uh, Girls. Um, I want to say like 175, maybe. I think there was like 40 people in my pledge class. Well, that was going to be the second yeah. question. Thank you very much, Grace, for answering <laughs> that. See, she's smart. Very uh, holy <laughs> academics. So, and that's a good size class. Yeah. That's what I was used to in college. Sophia as a Theta, University of Washington, I think 40 was in her pledge class, yeah. 175 in the whole sorority. But then you get to like Julie is at Wisconsin. Yeah. There's 80 in her pledge class. Yeah, that's a lot. And then you go down south. Oh, it's like 200 or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So did you rush in the fall or did you rush in the spring? I rushed in the fall. And it was like a pretty short. It was like a three-day. I think two of the days were on Zoom. It was very short and quick. Because there's no house. Yeah. Right? Was there any in-person like meeting at a uh, the campus like? A union or a hall where you get, what face to face did you have? We met like with some of the like sisters at like a coffee shop, like right before we got like our bids, and then like our bid day was at one of the girls' like townhouses um, in Georgetown. Yeah. Now talking to your other friends that go to other universities and you're comparing notes, what would you say is different? Yeah. In terms of sorority, even the rushing, or once you are. A sister. It's just much more laid back than like any other sorority experience I've heard about. Most of my friends are not even in this sorority. I just thought it would be a cool way to get involved. Looks good on the resume too. Yeah, alumni connections. I don't know if this is bad to say. I didn't really go to a ton of events my sophomore year, but I'm still like 
involved. Like, if that makes sense. Like, I still know all the people. I still see them around. It's just a nice, like, nice to see a friendly face on campus, but much more laid back. Out of your 40 pledge class, your friends, how many of them are you? Do you have a tight core group? Yeah. I would say three, but those three are dropping right now. So no one, I guess. And you know what, Grace? That's very common. Yeah. Like your freshman year, woo, yeah. sophomore year. By the time you're junior and senior, you're starting to get a little serious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you're like at a school that is big in, into it where you're kind of going through the, you know, your junior and senior year. Yeah. By the time I was a senior, I was checked out. Like I, I had other stuff, right? We yeah. had a student manager. That's why this podcast is called the student manager. I had basketball. So you have clubs, you're going abroad. So let's transition into that because involved in being in a sorority and also in clubs, what, yeah. what's your, what's your favorite club that you, you are part of right now? On campus? Yes. Well. Or wait, when you, on campus, is it on campus or off campus? You do the newspaper? No, yeah. Well, I'm only in three, but I really, the newspaper is very new. But we just had like our onboarding last or in the spring semester. I'm really excited to get more involved with that, I would say, because I think it's a cool creative outlet to explore. Yeah. What's your major? Biology. What's your favorite class? Um, I really like genetics a lot. Okay. I'm just <laughs> trying to imagine a genetics class. It's, it was really hard, but I loved it. What did you love about it? I don't know. I just think that I just have always loved science and... I know this is one of your questions, is a professor I really liked. I really love the professor. I went to his office hours, and he was like, do you guys want to take a look at my lab? We're like, okay, sure. He took us to his lab where he's, like, raising mosquitoes to study malaria or something. And I was like, this is just so cool that I can just walk into a lab here. I don't know. I really love that, the, like, hands-on. Because you said the average ratio is, like, 11 to 1. Yeah. Right? So in genetics that class how, how um that was a bigger lecture class probably like 40 50 maybe and i was gonna say what was your biggest class that you had my there? biggest class was like my freshman biology class i well it started with 200 and then a lot of people switched their majors i think and i think it got down to like 75 people let's talk about now just being part of the clubs you we talked earlier first of all George sounds competitive to yeah. get into. Yeah. Let's talk about the competitiveness of the clubs. Yeah. Um, very competitive club culture, for sure. Um, which I, it's something I knew going into Georgetown, but something you really realize once you're on campus. They have the whole club fair, and everyone's like, oh, join this club, join this club. And you look at the application, and it's like three 200-word essays. You have three interviews to go through. And it's just it's very selective to get into some of the clubs. And that's interesting. I, I mean, most times I'm thinking about colleges or even yeah. with Julie or Sophia. They're like, oh, I joined this. I joined yeah. that. It's not like you're trying to get into college again where you have to do well, applications like it, yeah. and essays. Where yeah. you're like, what the? <laughs> I know. I was like, what is this? And it was like, it was literally college essays. What does education mean to you? And I'm like, do you care? You're 19. I'm 19. Like, let's just be in a club together. <laughs> Go start your own club. Yeah, maybe I will. Right? So... Outside of the clubs, I mean, and we talked about this because obviously the Rose Bowl was your first football uh -huh. game. <laughs> and I just always think of Georgetown as basketball. They're yeah. in the Big East. They play like UConn, Providence, Marquette. Have you even been to a basketball game? I have. Yeah, I went to a few. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My well, parents would be mad if I hadn't gone. I know. Your dad would be very oh, upset. Yeah. Right? What did you like about the basketball games? Oh, it's so fun. We play in the Capital One Arena in downtown D.C., which is where the, the Wizards and the Capitals play. 
it's fun. We take a bus from Georgetown campus. All my friends get on the bus and I think it's only like a 15 minute ride. They drop us off and it's just this huge arena. We all go to the student section and we're just drinking, cheering the whole time, even though we lose most of the time. And then once we lose, <laughs> we go across the street to this bar called Rocket Bar where we drink to drown our sor- sorrows. I, that sounds that so that's your I was gonna say so yeah. how's the tailgating because you don't, we you, don't really you haven't experienced you haven't experienced football yeah that was my first tailgate at the Rose Bowl too <laughs> yeah hey, see maybe you can go back to the Georgetown campus for football games mm-hmm. and you could be the lead you could start the tailgating yeah. club yeah right you can have we, we don't require any essays we just require can you drink this can yeah. you drink that yeah. let's go party at yeah. a football game well, I think they do have tailgates. That's what my dad says, but I haven't been there. I haven't seen it happen. I haven't been. All right. So let's talk about when when Mrs. and Mr. O'Brien oh, yeah. come to town. Uh-huh. Where do you like to take them or where are they taking you and your friends out to eat? Okay. For drinks, there's this really fun bar on the Graham rooftop. And the Graham's a hotel a lot of the parents stay at. Expensive drinks. So we go there with the parents. Cafe Milano's really nice Italian. Um, and Brasserie Liberté is this nice French place. So that's where we're going. Are your parents coming out there the most, or is it your friends, the East Coast parents that are coming out and then taking you out? Or you like to tag along? Probably the East Coast parents. It's just easier. They like take the train down. They don't even stay for the night. They just take us out to dinner, train back up to New York. Yeah. All right. So I've experienced it because your dad told me to go there. Let's talk about tombs yeah. because I walked in. And I'm like walking down these little stairs and then it's like a little, it's a square bar. Oh yeah. And then I was just trying to imagine how deep it gets. Oh yeah. Especially in that little, little corner to the very right hand side. Oh my God, it gets packed. You can't move. You you get stuck back there. And everyone's, I'm 5'3". I get stuck in the corner and I'm like, fuck soda, please. No. (laughs) So besides tombs, where else are, are the good bars? On Wednesdays, we go to a piano bar well, actually, they bring in a DJ on Wednesdays. There's no piano man on Wednesdays. We get a DJ. Thursdays, we go into, like, downtown D.C. or Arlington. We go there's we go to clubs, usually. Mad Hatter's my favorite. You get, like, a... It's, like, a big hat, and they just... It's, like, I think they make an audio motherfucker in it, and it's, like, neon blue with, like, 30 straws. It's great. How many of those do you have? Well, you have to share it with, like, five people. It's huge. So when you say you go into town, because yeah. there's another part I experienced. Is it the loop? Is it K Street or oh L- M Street? Yeah, that's the main street. Well, no, not in Georgetown, like in D.C. Oh, um, is it the like, U? Like Dupont or- Circle is where we go usually. I don't know okay. what street specifically. So getting into this, because now as a junior, you've experienced a lot. Normally, like yeah. I'll have sophomores on or people that are underage. When you were a freshman <laughs> yeah. at Georgetown. How's the fake ID? Because I, yeah. I, I've never had anyone on Georgetown. Yeah. I'm just kind of thinking of where to go. Is it easy to get in? Yeah, I thought it was going to be hard because it was in D.C. I was thinking like the FBI would care about my <laughs> fake ID. Like they have bigger fish to fry. It's not that bad. I think you need a decent ID for sure. They also didn't really love my California ID. I think they preferred the East Coast ones just because they see them more often. So I had a better time with my Connecticut one than my California fake ID. But piano bar they do have like a tsa scanner which is kind of annoying but i had a good one and i was fine so yeah a lot of fake ids have scanners yeah. anyways yeah. and they work and i was just thinking like california like they're not going to question it because they oh, don't they, they, they don't know yeah and they they looked at it and they're like 
no. And I was like, really? Like, You're like, no. You what never are you see about? California Eddies. How do you know? <laughs> Did you say that to him? <laughs> <I>, maybe. <laughs> Georgetown, one of the oldest Catholic Jesuit universities. The president's been around forever. I'm going to test your skills. Do you even know who the president is? John DeJoya? Dang. See, either... All you guests talk to each other and, and know what questions. I actually I'm didn't ask. know you're going to ask them. We we like hear his name a lot though, because really? people kind of critique him a lot. Okay, so what's your take on him? I like him. I think he's fine. People think he's like too liberal, which I can see. I think your whole campus is liberal. Yeah, the whole campus is liberal, and they try to follow what the Ivies do and try to be PC, which I get. So okay, so I don't know if we're going to bag on Ivies or not, but like, is Georgetown like wannabe Ivy? Yeah, I I consider it a wannabe Ivy. I think me and my friends do. And, yeah. and you kind of make fun of Georgetown, like, in that sense of you guys. Yeah, because they follow, like, like during COVID and everything, like, Harvard come out with a decision and, like, Georgetown be like, this is what we're doing. It's like, really? Like, we're not an <laughs> Ivy League. I understand we're an East Coast school, but, yeah. So, I, I want to go back to the East Coast thing. Like, yeah. wh where are most of your friends from? Mostly Connecticut and New York, I'd say, are the biggest ones, for sure. Do you know anyone from California at Georgetown besides Henry, who we were yeah. going to try and get on this yeah. show? Well, yeah, Georgia Flanagan, too. And then I know California people, but mostly if they're California, they're Bay Area. There's not a lot of Southern California people. Yeah. And you recently got back this fall. You went abroad. Yep. Was abroad part of Georgetown's university or academics or did you have to go? Do you remember what group you went with? I think um, yeah, it was called DIS. Yes. I don't remember what it stands for. Something in institution Scandinavia. Um, it wasn't through Georgetown. For study abroad, usually you have to like go to your universities like like your dean or something and say, I want to try to get credit abroad. And they'll give you like a list of programs that you can look at. For me, for my bio major, it was kind of hard to go abroad. And the only European country I could go to was Denmark. I was in Copenhagen. So I picked like a program separate from Georgetown and then I'll be like getting the credits on my transcript at Georgetown. How many weeks were you in Denmark? I was there for four months. I didn't count the weeks. 16, oh, four, 16 okay. weeks. Okay. So let me ask you this because most students abroad, yeah. that was their home base. Like Julie yeah. was in Barcelona for 12 weeks, but she said she was only there for two weekends. So meaning 10 other weekends she yeah. was out doing other countries. Did you visit other countries? Yes. Like yeah. abroad? I saw a ton. So I went in the fall semester for Copenhagen and the first like four weekends I was in Copenhagen because I know it gets cold and I wanted to enjoy it while it was warm. And then I would say the rest of the time I was traveling. I think I saw 10 or 11 countries. And were your teachers pretty flexible? Like, hey, we're going to have yeah. class Tuesday through Thursday so you can go dip no, on Friday? No, it was annoying. We had class Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, and then Thursday, Friday. It was so annoying and some of my other friends abroad and like at other in other countries they had Fridays off or something it just I don't know I wish I had Fridays off so what advice recommendation would you give a student traveling abroad let's say well they're not gonna not that many people are gonna get in Georgetown but let's just say in general yeah. like traveling abroad what advice would you give them keep an open mind I would say a lot of people book their trips in advance because just for peace of mind. I didn't do that and I'm happy I didn't. I mean, definitely like you're going to be paying more, but I think it was worth it to meet people in Copenhagen and say, hey, let's go to Ibiza instead of just planning stuff with people from my home institution. Did you fly Ryanair a lot? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very cost effective. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. 
And then what advice would you give parents? I mean, one of the greatest advice that I got visiting Julia was she she said, come later, yeah. like at the very yeah. end, because you get your lay of the land, your feet on the ground, you know what's going on yeah. in, in Copenhagen. Yeah. What advice would you give parents? Would you give that same advice or I don't I would I don't agree. Know. Yeah, I think so. My parents came in like October, so I was only there for a month, but Copenhagen's not like a massive city, so I kind of knew my way around. Yeah, I think I would give the same advice. Do you know how many alumni there are at Georgetown, roughly? These are all alumni Hoya students, including your dad, Mr. Flanagan, Mr. Chewy, that are out there that you can potentially network with. I don't know like how many there are. So it's not high like a Penn State or Wisconsin yeah. that have like over 400,000 because those institutions are bigger. Yeah. But Georgetown University has over 200,000 alumni. Ooh. So the reason why I'm asking that is now we're going to transition as you're a junior looking for entering your senior year after this spring semester, internships, careers. So let's talk about, okay, you get to Georgetown, right? Or you get to any college. People are talking about, oh, I got into this school. That's great. But let's talk about graduation. Let's talk about internships. Let's talk about careers. What has Georgetown done to prepare you and set you up for your internships? We'll talk about that first and then maybe a career. Okay. One thing I wanted to talk about was, this is specific to the bio major, so I don't know how many people this will apply to, but one thing I love that Georgetown did is they had a required seminar that was only one credit for incoming freshmen, where for the bio major, they each week would bring in someone from a different profession, like in the field of bio, because I went into bio thinking, oh, I can only really be pre-med and be a doctor from this, which isn't true, and they brought in all these experts and med students people to talk to just to get other perspectives of what to do. I love that exposure. That was great. And then the career center has been really helpful. I go there and I, I like talk to someone there and they're like, oh, let me set up an informational interview for you. That's been super helpful. How often are you visiting the career center? I only really started going my sophomore year. I think I went like five times maybe, but I got a lot out of it. Yeah. And these meetings that you're meeting, like that you come in for like the bio, who, who's been... What stands out? Like, what type of profession stands out? Yeah. Specifically, I was, well, I told you I loved my genetics class. And I went to the career center and was like, well, what can I do with this? And she said, oh, genetic counselor, maybe. She asked me a few questions. She's like, you seem like you'd be a great fit. Here's some contacts. Have some informational interviews. I did, like, three or four Zooms. And, like, that was awesome just to hear. I heard from people in, like, getting their master's right now. I heard from people that have been doing it for years that was a really great exposure, and I'm really grateful I got to do that. So what type of networking are you doing currently to help prepare for taking it to the next step? Like, hey, meeting, informational interviews, internships, and then your career, if any. Right now, so I worked for a doctor last summer, Dr. Bagiri, shout out, and Newport Beach. Um, oh, I love that little yeah. question. You're learning at a young age. <laughs> kind of just going from there telling her what I'm interested in. She's introducing me me to people. Georgetown, like, I have some friends whose parents are doctors, talking to them. It's all, yeah, it's all just, like, connections and talking to people, yeah. What do you not like about Georgetown? One thing I don't, it's expensive. <laughs> that's really tough sometimes. Um, when you're going out, like, a drink might be, like, 12 to 15 bucks, and that's kind of steep for a college town. <laughs> so let's, let's, stay on this because <laughs> I hear these conversations a lot like oh, yeah. right like where are you going to go where's the, where's the cheapest drink so you don't like and we'll get into the school but you're talking about just going out in general yeah 
like outside of like on M Street or Tombs Bar? What, what, well, what? Tombs is like cheap, but I mean, I'm thinking of I I haven't really gone to Tombs a lot because they're pretty strict on IDs. Okay. So when we go out, we usually go to like bars or clubs in like downtown DC, which it's like a big city. It's expensive. So me and my friends, we just have to pregame a lot before that. Pregame. Okay. So pre-game. you're going to Georgetown, right? It's a lot. It's not only is it expensive to get into the yeah. school, but it's also expensive to live. Yeah, true. Uh, right? Because you don't have your board. Well, what about your boarding school friends and your rich friends? Like, don't, aren't they covering? No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, Grace. <laughs> Sometimes they do, actually. Hang out with the guys. Oh, my gosh. I tried to do this in the fall, and the guys started realizing how expensive the drinks were. The freshman fall, and they were like, they didn't, they didn't want to pay anymore. <laughs> they would disappear when your drink was they low? Like, mm, not so much. <laughs> and then the Uber. The Ubers oh, are yeah. expensive. Actually, the Ubers aren't that bad. That's the one thing that's, like, surprisingly not that expensive. I think, I mean, I don't know what's expensive for an Uber, but, like, 15-minute drive, it's, like, 10 bucks, and we all split it between, like, four of us. I don't think it's that bad. School-wise? Yeah. The campus-wise? Yeah academics or georgetown specific what do you not like like if i want to rephrase it or you could say i always like to say if you can improve and enhance georgetown university what would it be besides the basketball team yeah i would say there definitely is a competitive nature between students which can be tough sometimes like i like personally try not to let it get to me but it's hard when like people sometimes people like won't share notes or like they don't want to study together, like, for tests. It's, it's like, stupid stuff like that that really frustrates me, that it's, like, we could do better if we studied together. Like, You know what I've always thought, like, okay, and I think of the Ivy League schools, if once you get in, they're not going to let you fail. Like, they don't want to see you fail. It's, like, yeah. and I'm always thinking, I wonder if it's, a, like, a family, right? Yeah. Like, hey, you know what, I'm here. Let's collaborate. Yeah. Let's. Well, there, yeah, there is definitely, I mean, some people like my friends that I'm hang out with now, like people are more collaborative. Like now that we're like not like in our freshman year, I guess. I don't know. But that's the like I think it's the East Coast thing again and coming from the boarding schools. It's all very competitive. But yeah, I mean there's some collaboration. Do you find it more did it happen more when you were a freshman as compared to now with your junior friends or I would say so, yeah. Especially because a lot of my friends that so I don't know if this is rude. I had some friends that were in the bio major that switched out, so we don't like we don't study together anymore. Anyways, we don't have the same classes. So you obviously you didn't switch out. No. So they switched out. So yeah. they didn't want to like compete with Grace O'Brien. Well, no. Or they didn't want to study. No, it was just I don't know. Some people are just don't like to share their notes and study together. That might be so for all you East Coast people yeah. listening, like. Drop it. Get over it. I know. We could all be friends. What goes around comes around, right? (laughs) So, you know, and we talked about this before. There was a time that you actually wanted to transfer or maybe leave Georgetown. Yeah. Right? Share on that. Yeah. (laughs) Going with the competitive nature of Georgetown, um, it's it's just tough to, I don't know, at least for me, it was tough coming from California socially. Going in culture shock. People, like, East Coast people, they're just tough. They're just hard. And I had a hard time socially. Like, I thought I found my friends, and then stuff happened, and I I wasn't where I wanted to be going into sophomore year, so I was really bummed out. And I was thinking about transferring the summer before my sophomore year. And my parents were like, nope, you're going back to school. You got to stick it out. 
And I went back, and I'm so happy I did because now I'm having a great time. I love it. And see, those of you who are listening, think about what she just said. She wanted to leave, and yeah. she wanted to transfer. I feel like people aren't going to want to go to Georgetown after this podcast. Well, this is a story for every university yeah. because I've had other students that said the same thing. Yeah. They wanted to transfer, and they said, no, my parents made me yeah. stick it out. Because, first of all, only 12% of people are getting into Georgetown, yeah. right? So this is for everyone listening. You're going to be homesick or yeah. you're not going to that transition's not going to be that easy and if you want to transfer stick it out don't put your name in the portal do not put your <laughs> name in the portal stick it out look at grace o'brien she stuck it out but that's the moral of the story because you're only getting one semester yeah and you're not getting that full yeah. second semester yeah right so if you had to do it all over again what would you do differently like going like as a freshman or the whole pro yes okay um i would say just let things happen naturally like if you're supposed to be friends with someone it's going to happen like you don't, don't try to force too hard anything yeah don't try too hard that's what i would say probably and for those tiger parents overachieving parents what advice would you give to these parents of knowing that they have a competitive kid yeah. in high school Right. And yeah. everything's always going to go work out. Everything yeah. will work out. What advice would you give parents? I think the one thing I wish I heard more when I went to Georgetown was it's going to be hard. Like you always hear parents, especially because my dad went to Georgetown, you always hear best years of my life, whatever. And then when I was like struggling or homesick, I was like, well, what am I doing wrong? Like this, it, this can't be right. I wish I had heard more you like cut yourself some slack like it's gonna be hard sometimes I, I would tell the parents to tell their kids that like it's it's not always gonna be easy well life isn't easy right and there's gonna be challenges and adversity builds yeah. character yeah. right okay so were there like nights where you just <laughs> I, i'm just thinking of my kids oh like like where you just were crying or like <laughs> yeah i definitely yeah I would like call my mom and i'm like mom i have the flu i'm sick i don't want to be here <laughs> Grace, suck it up. Yeah. Right? What do you What do you want me to do from California? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I'm not flying out there. Okay, yeah. thanks. Right, but the, <laughs> it made you stronger. Yeah, yeah. Right, and now look at. Now, yeah. So looking back on it, what's been like your favorite memory of Georgetown? Ooh. This is like really random, but this, this was my favorite day at Georgetown. It was freshman fall. There was a bunch of us, and we just decided to get together and have, like, a tennis tournament, a themed tennis tournament, dynamic duos. I was with this guy named Timmy, and I was a, I was Hugh Hefner, and he was a bunny. And there was ketchup and mustard. It was really funny. We went to a bottomless mimosa brunch, and then we just went to this public tennis court and played tennis all day. It was really fun. See, like, things like these, things like that you'll remember forever. Yeah, it was really fun. All right, we're going to do rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Grace is hungover. Yeah. Waking up on a Saturday morning, or should I say Saturday afternoon? Where are you going? Wise's. What's Wise's? So it's Wise Miller's. We call it Wise's. It's this like sandwich shop. It's been around there forever. My dad went there. Bacon, egg, and cheese on like white bread. I think sourdough, maybe. Is it cost effective? Yeah, definitely. It's cheap. Late night munchies. Where are you going? We have a place that's literally called Munchies. <laughs> and it's open until 3 a.m. You get a chicken shawarma there. How are you feeling the next day? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> then you go to Wise's. Right? Then I go to Wise's, yeah. Best sushi restaurant? Ooh, 
Bluefin. Best pizza. Il Canale. Best bar. That's hard. I want to say I want to say Tombs, just because it's classic. All right, and we talked about this because my experience every time I go to a college campus, I have to go sit and get an iced tea and just watch students. Yeah, you've been to Saxby's. Yeah. How is Saxby's? Tell tell my audience and listeners because it's right on the corner. Yeah, it's, like it's right great. after. It's like two blocks outside the front gates of the campus. It's this cute little coffee shop. They have pretty good breakfast burritos too. Actually, another good breakfast place. Everyone's just walking by there all the time. Sit outside on the tables. It's so nice. Studying there? Uh, yeah, I've studied there. Speaking of studying, how many times have you been to the library? I actually go quite often. I probably go like five times a week. Do you actually study there? I do most of the time. Sometimes it's like social hour. Correct. Is it how many floors? So there's five floors and floor three is the loud one. I was going to say, yeah. which one's social floor yeah. and which one's where you're like, you know what? I need Because in college at Long Beach, yeah. state school, I was like, I need to go to a different floor yeah. so I can study. So floor it's two and three. Three, two is like if you want to do group projects. Three is like if you want to hang out with your friends. And then like one, four, and five are all like the silent floors. What's your favorite part of the campus where you just like to chill and hang out? When it's sunny out, laying on the lawn. That's so fun. Right in front. Yeah. You just lay on the grass. Everyone comes out and brings towels. Like it's like that classic like movie college scene. You see kids throwing frisbees. That's my favorite when it's sunny out. And with it only being 8,000 students undergrad because I think there's like 11,000 grad do you see do you kind of get people's schedule you see the same people yeah you see the same people a lot I kind of like it yeah and we talked about like your dress you know going out how is it like at school I think of like southern schools where the girls just wear t-shirts like oversized shirts and sweatpants how are people dressed like walking around the campus most people are it kind of they're kind of a little dressed up compared to like the south or like california i mean usually like jeans and a top or like jeans and a sweater when it's warm out like a dress and sneakers so, sometimes you'll see people in sweats like in the library but not often grace o'brien dishing it all out <laughs> to be a hoya dc my next time i visit sophia because now you're not going to be abroad. Yeah. Because I was just out there in November. Come to Tombs. Yes. Yeah. We're going to go out. Yeah, good. Right? Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about buying all the expensive uh-huh. drinks. It's all just... And I'm 21 now. Yes. Not like it didn't matter before. Yeah, I'd be yeah, like, come yeah. on, Grace, we're going. <laughs> Grace O'Brien, thank you for joining. It's been awesome having another O'Brien. Now we're just going to wait to see where Jack goes and then we oh, can yeah. complete this little triple crown. Thank you for having me. The Student Manager Podcast brought to you by... Journey. Journey. I'm shocked we don't even have journey here to celebrate. <laughs> Fonger News. Out. <laughs> <laughs>